Hello, everyone, and welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, March 27th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending March 24th, 2023. It was a busy week for the Auto Finance News team. In financial news, the Federal Reserve raised the benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points to a range of 4.75% to 5% and signaled it is not yet finished raising rates. The latest increase brings the federal funds rate to its highest since September 2007, and the latest hike comes as some economists have called for a pause in rate hikes following the collapses of Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, and Credit Suisse. First Citizens Bank Share agreed to buy Silicon Valley Bank Sunday. First Citizens is buying about $72 billion of SVB's assets at a discount of about $16.5 billion, according to an FDIC statement. In capital markets, auto ABS spreads have widened again as a result of market volatility, returning to levels seen towards the end of 2022. Auto ABS volume year-to-date is still outpacing last year's volume. As of March 17th, $32.1 billion in auto deals have been funneled into the market, compared with $26 billion a year ago. Turning to Carvana, the used car retailer is offering to swap five series of bonds totaling $1 billion in an effort to restructure the company's debt. The deadline for the bond swaps is 5 p.m. on April 5th in New York. We'll have further coverage on the bond swaps on the site going up today. On the consumer side, interest in the automotive retailer's offering is dwindling. Carvana website traffic fell 41% on a year-over-year basis in February and 17.6% month-over-month to 10.9 million visits, according to SimilarWeb. Carvana holds 8.2% of website traffic share amongst online car dealers. CarGurus and Cars.com commanded the greatest market share of site traffic at 24.9% and 18.7% respectively. In auto finance, TD Auto Finance is planning to launch an integrated digital experience in the third quarter that would allow customers to manage their auto loan using the bank's mobile app. The lender is working to make upgrades to improve digital experience for customers and create a more connected customer journey. The lender has also seen dealer floor plan utilization rates more than double from pandemic lows as new vehicle inventory improves. TD Auto's dealer partners are now using, on average, 40% of the capacity on their floor plan lines of credit with the lender, up from a pandemic low of 25% and inching closer to historic levels of 65% to 75%. On the recovery side... Delinquencies have begun to rise and reach pre-pandemic norms. Repossession pickup times are taking longer due to fewer recovery agents in operations amid a jump in default volumes. Repossession volume has picked up on a sequential basis for the last six to eight months, but agencies are not positioned to handle the large increase due to lack of storage space and labor shortages. Recoveries in 2023 reached 291,000 units at the end of February, outpacing 2019's full-year volume of 2.18 million. If recovery numbers hold the same pace for the rest of the year, 2023 will surpass pre-COVID numbers by hundreds of thousands. Von Clemens, president of American Recovery Association and the Automobile Recovery Bureau, told Auto Finance News. 
Houston-based Automobile Recovery Bureau receives about 200 reco- recovery requests per day and can accept about uh, 175 of those. There was some good news on the affordability side, though. Riley, what's going on there? Yeah, affordability um, actually improved for consumers, according to Cox Automotive. Um, Per Cox Automotive's Vehicle Affordability Index, uh, the median number of weeks to purchase a new vehicle declined to 43.2 weeks in February, down from a revised number of 44.2 weeks. So granted, that decline isn't that much, but it's at least a little bit in the, I guess, quote unquote, right direction for consumers' pockets. Um, so a big reason why uh, there was this in, this decrease in February is due to increased discounting and incentives by manufacturers. So especially within the uh, big three in Detroit, uh, they see the largest uh, inventory levels, so they are starting to increase incentives. Uh, That's very promising for consumers because, as we all know, incentives have been historically low due to short supply, and consumers aren't getting very much help in average transaction prices, monthly payment, and it's causing some of them to fall behind on their auto loans now, and as we see, these recoveries start to increase. Uh, Another thing that Uh, incentives would also help consumers because, as we all know, the average transaction prices are getting higher as OEMs are cutting out sedans and focusing more on the crossovers and the SUVs that have the higher price point. Um, So as prices start to come down a little bit, or at least the hope is that prices will start to come down a little bit, some of these consumers that have been priced out of the market due to high pricing can come back in and maybe sales in turn will improve across the industry after we saw a down 2022. Great, great. Thanks, Riley. Moving on to Power Sports Finance, Syncrity debuted a credit card allowing Power Sports consumers to finance aftermarket products such as parts, accessories, and gear at 5,000 Power Sports dealers partner with the lender. The credit card has a $5,000 limit, which consumers can also use to repair or add accessories to their Power Sports unit. Last week, Our newest associate editor, Johnny Martinez, who joined Auto Finance News team in December and is covering the power sports finance market, discussed uh, BRP and Winnebago's earnings. Uh, Welcome to your first weekly wrap, Johnny. What are the takeaways there? Yeah, so uh, both BRP and Winnebago saw some kind of common themes emerge, right? Their promotional activities are up. Backlogs are trying to get cleared. They're both sides are trying to manage inventories as the market tries to normalize coming out of COVID, but rising interest rates and a possible recession this year kind of make it difficult to find that perfect balancing point. Uh, on the BRP front, their uh, product-related provisions were up 67%. Uh, they're, they're working with their dealer partners to manage the inventory, manage the backlog, trying to get everything to line up well on that side. Uh, on the Winnebago front, their promotions were up 68% uh, in the quarter, uh, and they're trying to, you know, again, clear out their backlogs. Their towable motorhome marine backlogs were all down on their financial statements, and, you know, they're working as well with the, their dealers to try to get everything to, to bounce out on that. So, you know, as the market continues to normalize and find its place coming out of COVID, both these companies have their, their strategies on how they're approaching that. Great. Thanks, Johnny. 
That about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.